Recorded live. Welcome to Destiny Awaits You with Dr. Alicia Browning, a world-renowned prophetic evangelist, college professor, life coach, and motivational speaker. Now here is Dr. Alicia Browning. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Destiny Awaits You. Today is Tuesday, January the 24th, and we have a packed-filled show on tonight. And I do believe that this show on tonight is going to be a blessing to those that are listening. I would like to introduce my co-host on this time, Dr. Gary Anthony Howe, who is the CEO of Mantle Christian College, the founder of Mighty Warriors Ministries. He's a teacher, a bishop an author, and owns his own publishing company. Um, he also has a Bible college just online. So I would like to introduce the son and present to others, men other than my co-host on tonight, Dr. Um, Gary Howe. God bless you, man of God. How are you on this evening? Praise God, woman of God. I am blessed on this evening. Greetings, everyone. It is a pleasure for me to be here with Dr. Alicia tonight to share with you on the important subject and topic that we're going to be discussing tonight. And, Dr. Alicia, I am looking forward to this discussion. Amen. So tonight we're going to be talking about depression. You know, um, this is a sticky question when it comes to many Christian struggles. So many people ask me, is Christian a sin? You know, this particular question has been posed to me by many people, perhaps um, more than any other question ever. And they want to know what's going on with themselves emotionally or with someone very close to them. So we have all at some point felt low. Um, We either have been depressed or know someone that has experienced depression. You know, the situation with Christians, we have, you know, we mean well. But with Christians, sometimes we don't really understand how depression can affect their mind, soul, and spirit. So tonight we're going to talk about how depression can affect us, our mind, body, and soul, because it does. You know, sometimes when people are going through depression, we'll say, you know what, you're going through depression because, you know what, you need just to have a little bit more faith. Or we'll say, there must be sin in your life. Or we'll say, hmm, I don't know why you're going through depression. Something not right in your life. Or we'll say, maybe you need to read the Bible more. You need to have a deeper walk with God. You need to fast more. That's what we usually say as Christians. You know, to someone who already feels guilty about this, when we talk about, "Mm, you need to read the Bible more, that piles on more guilt. But are they right? Is is depression a sin or is it a picture of sin in their lives? So we're going to be talking about that tonight. Depression in many circumstances can have a physical effect on our bodies. So just like someone may be an alcoholic, Amen. They may be an alcoholic and they keep drinking because they're an alcoholic. So the Christian who is an alcoholic and wants to stay in God's will, he tries to make get himself together, but he cannot do it on his own. So on tonight we're going to talk about how to stay free from depression and what to do. Person who has a tendency um, to stay in depression, it's not your fault. You know, even though you're having a downward fall in your emotions. This is a spiritual attack of the enemy, you know, and how we respond to it and speak to depression is key. We have the power to declare and decree and to denounce depression off of our lives. 
uh, the tendency toward depression is to say, you know, it'll go away. But this is something very serious in the body of Christ. You know, when I felt depressed, I prayed. But I know God. And, you know, I felt depressed for a little while. And I'm finding in the church we sweep it under a rug and we put on a mask because we really don't want people to know that we are depressed because of their response. And I can say on tonight, above anything else, um, I read my Bible and I prayed. Depression often makes you want to do just the opposite. When you're depressed, you don't feel like praying, you don't feel like fasting, and you sure don't feel like reading your Bible. You have the power, we have the power in Christ to do so, but when we're depressed, we don't feel like reading no Bible. Say no to your emotions, and we've got to say no to our emotions, and yes to our communion with God. That helped me deeply. You know, I thank God for loving me and bringing me through the best of depression, even when I was depressed and I was down. That's my testimony is that God brought me out. But it's important. Both of these first two actions go against what I felt, and that was reading the Bible, getting in my word. I didn't feel like that, but I recognized that I had to. My depression wanted me to stay in that place. When you're depressed, people can talk to you all you want. Come on, somebody, and I know that I'm relating to someone on this call on tonight. You know, you don't want to come out of the depression. You want to stay in the depression. You're like, okay, you feel hopeless. You're like, God, okay, I need you to help me. But in reading your Bible and praying and giving God thanks, this is just a way to come out of your depression, to come out of your emotions. Sometimes you just have to declare and decree that you will be whole. You have to declare and decree that you will come out of that situation. And faith is what got me through. And then I had to try to keep myself um, pure and holy during this time by being in the words so the enemy wouldn't attack my mind. So Bishop, tonight, talk up to us a little bit about um, the body, soul, and mind and how demonic forces affect our inner spirit and where depression comes from and how can we um, fight depression when it comes upon us. Okay, woman of God. <clears throat> depression is a spirit, just like any many demon spirits out there. Depression is a demonic force, a demonic spirit. And it works just like any other spirit. It attacks the brain. That's where the battleground is, the brain. It goes into the frontal lobe, the Abdullah Gada and the mega Abdullah Gada. And in the <clears throat> and usually it it it, it tr- tries to manipulate when it's chemical the levels of serotonin in the brain. And also the combination of uh, dopamine and serotonin and how they interact in the brain together. So many times as that spirit tries to come upon a person, now it can come upon a person and it can be there for a short time, meaning that someone can go in depression for just a little bit. And when they think about the goodness of Jesus and how the Lord is more for them than the whole world is against them and how all things are working together for the good, then they could come up out of depression. But many times people stay in depression and like you said, they don't feel like praying. They don't even feel like getting dressed, some of them. Some of them don't even feel like getting out of the bed. Praise God. But but depression comes to uh, kill, steal, and destroy because that's who brought it, the devil. And that physical force, it comes to block your mind to stop you from being all you can be. Now, many people, they, they the warriors, is I find, is a lot of the often ones that get depressed or people that got a great calling in their life or People that got a calling that's sitting down and ain't doing nothing and the enemy don't want them to do anything. 
or somebody that's really working in the gospel and really seeking to do God's will, the enemy will try to will come at them through the spirit of depression. But I thank be to God because it is a spirit and because Jesus Christ has given the power over demonic spirits and demonic forces, well, all we got to do is, is, and when depression comes, is don't do what it tells you to do. It tells you to separate yourself from other people. You don't want to be around nobody. You, you're ashamed. You don't want to tell nobody what you're going through. But that's the opposite of what you should do. Because when depression comes upon you, you need to talk to somebody. You need to get with your other brothers and sisters in the Lord. And they, praise God, may, uh, not people that's depressed that's going to, you know, misery loves company. But you need to get to somebody that's flowing in the power of God that can deal with that depression that's coming upon your life. And that can lay hands on you or give you a word of wisdom, a word mm -hmm. of knowledge, or build up your spirit, man, the way you can overcome that depression. Because depression, it is, it is a fault. It's not your fault that you're depressed, but the enemy brings it upon you to try to stop you from getting the, uh, the victory that Christ has prepared for you. So praise God, we've got to open ourselves up to the Holy Spirit and allow God to work in us to do what he wants to do in us. And what happens is the enemy comes with depression to block that. And when he tries to block that, you need to come at him with the word of God. You need to realize who you are and whose that you are. Philippians, the fourth chapter, really is a good scripture to look at. It says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. And what it's saying to you is that the joy of the Lord is your strength. If you don't have any joy, you don't have any strength. But when you have joy, you know that great is he that's in you, that he that's in the world, and all things is working together for your good. And the things he's prepared for you haven't even entered into your heart and mind, that, that this is just a phase. This too will pass. He'll try to make you look at when you're depressed. He'll try to show you everything that's wrong with your life because he don't want you to take your place and stand up. But when you stand up and say no to this thing, praise God, I've been made the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. God is bringing me through. This is an attack of the enemy that's coming in, a plan of the enemy to try to stop the work and the move of God that is inside of me. When you do that <clears throat> and you start to praise him, praise him anyhow. Praise him when you're going through. Tell the Lord, thank you, Jesus. Give him praise right in the middle of your depression, right in the middle of it. Okay, God, I feel this way. I feel like everybody's against me. I feel like nothing ain't working together. Everything I try to do comes back to the same place. And I'm not getting nowhere. And, 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 and people are speaking against me or talking about me or lying on me. And, 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 and my, the one I love don't love me. And, I, I, and all this and that. And I can't live without him or her and all this kind of stuff. Well, I need money. Why do other people bless it? Why don't other people have to go through what I'm going through? That's a trick of the enemy. The psalmist said it like this. He said, the wicked, they blossom like a flower, but they'll soon be destroyed and they're cut down. Don't look at what other people are going through. Look at yourself before the Lord and know that God has purpose in you and know that God loves you and rejoice in him. Philippians says, rejoice in the Lord again. I say, I rejoice in the Lord. Let your moderation be known unto all men that the Lord is at hand. Yeah, I may be going through something right now, but my God has got it fixed for me that when I come out, I'm not only going to win, but I'm going to get the spoils. And I'm going to make the devil bring in everything he stole from me while I was going through this, while he was playing in my brain, uh, trying to affect the chemical imbalance in my brain. Praise God, the serotonin levels that's in my stomach and my brain for working and causing me to feel a mood swings and 
go through these things and how I'm talking and speaking in my life. See, the, 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 your, your tongue got power. And what the devil wants you to do is speak negatively and think negative out of your life and spew negativity in your, in your life because it gives them the power to work. But when you feel that depression thing, it is coming upon, I think, everybody at some point or other. It may not be, they may not be clinically depressed for periods of time, but the enemy will try to come against you and you cry. But I heard the word of God says, weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. And I want you to know in God there's always a morning time. There's always a time that God is going to lift you up out of where you are. You're not down in the valley all the time. He's going to bring you to the mountaintop. You will see your vision realized. You will accomplish great things and do great exploits in his name. The devil is alive. Praise God, the devil is alive. Praise God, you're going to have a blessed marriage. You're going to have a blessed home. Your finances are going to be blessed. Your children are going to act right. Praise God. Your children are going to be all right. You just have to trust the Lord because they're the seed of the righteous. Praise God. You have to cast your cares. That's why the Bible tells us to cast our cares upon him because he cares for us. Praise God. And many times people would take it to the altar and then bring it back from the altar. But when you cast your cares on him, you need to leave it at the altar. Praise God. And trust in him because realizing that, it's no more you that live, but Christ that liveth in you, and you are dead in the world and only alive through him, so you need to, your life needs to be entrusted in him. And I know that's easier said than done, but when you get around the saints and those that will pray with you, that will stand with you, that, that, that won't be judgmental. The Bible says, let the strong bear the infirmities of the weak. So many times we as Christians, want, we, 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 we try to destroy our wounded. We don't try to heal them. We don't try to build them up. We don't try to take them to the place that they need to be. But woman of God, Dr. Alicia, we need to, as saints, build each other up. We need to share the word of God. We need to loose the power of God to fix situations and circumstances. God has given us power. He's given us, we're seated in heavenly places with him. Praise God. He's given we everything that we need under the life and death that we need. Everything we need is in him. And life and death is in the power of our tongue and everything that we need is in the Lord. He blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. And all we need to do, Dr. Alicia, is trust him. Amen, amen. Thank you, Bishop. Someone just inboxed me, so I'm going to talk about it a little bit from the clinical perspective um, and share my personal testimony. You know, like the, the person just said, they said, that I knew the word, um, what do I do? And, you know, even today as I began to go and research, it said depression has been called the common cold, which is a mental health disorder. And it said that it affects 30 to 40 million Americans, and 20% of those people that it affects is a Christian. So if you're on this line tonight and you are a Christian and you are going through a mental health issue, I challenge you. To get help. If you're reading your word and you're still feeling a chemical imbalance, please go and get help. You know, some cases of depression may be caused by chemical imbalances, and Bishop touched on that. And, you know, somebody said, somebody just said, is it okay if I take an antidepressant drug? I highly suggest if you're suicidal, if this depression does not stop, I highly suggest that you get some type of medicine, seek a therapist, seek someone who can help you. Yes, that's the reason why God has given us doctors. God has allowed mankind to learn about medical tools. God has allowed us 
to learn about medicine and to learn about medical tools. And medicine is a method of healing until God heals you completely. Okay, so you know if you have an imbalance, take that medicine. Um, there may also be some causes, cases of depression so severe that medicine is necessary. But even though the medicine is necessary, God is also necessary. So while you're taking that medicine, you need to find a spiritual leader. You need to have that spiritual leader or a group of people to pray with you until you're able to come out. So when I, was, when I began to think about depression, the Holy Spirit said to me, one of the major things that you need to find out, what is the root cause of the depression? Unresolved issues could be why you're leading up to depression. So what is really the root cause of the depression? Is it your finances? Is it your kids? Is it your job? The rule of thumb is to find out what's the root cause. Why are you depressed? You know, the Bible says write the vision and make it plain. So you need to find out tonight what the root problem cause the problem is to find out what to do next. You know, we can quote the word all day long, but some things, um, the Bible says some things only come through prayer and fasting. So sometimes we've got to pray and fast for breakthrough, but we also need to get clinical help. Um, some of the pointers that I would suggest, avoid being alone. Force yourself to be with other people. Like Bishop said, the enemy wants you to separate yourself from others when you're feeling depressed, when you're feeling alone. But definitely find someone that you can be around. Don't be alone by yourself when you're going through depression. I went to First Samuel 16 and 14. Seek help from others. You know, it talks about how music soothes our soul. You know, sometimes when you're down and out, sometimes you just got to pop on that music, and music can lift up your spirit. Sometimes you got to pop in that CD and hear the word on CD. You can hear it even if you can't read it. But sometimes the word on CD or even music, you know, can help you. And the next thing I want to say, our faith in God is very vital. You know, we declare and decree that there's a breakthrough, even though we're going through depression. we got to speak things like Bishop said as though they were. we got to choose the truth. And the truth says, that when we stand in faith, that God is just to do what he said he would do. So we got to speak and declare that we will not walk in depression. Trust in what God says rather than what your feelings say. My feelings say I'm depressed, but God, I trust God. I will bless the Lord at all times. I may feel down, but I have to think all the things that appear. So I want the Philippians 4 and 8. When I'm feeling down, this is one of my favorite scriptures. Philippians 4 and 8 says, Finally, brother and sisters, whatsoever is true, whatsoever is noble, whatsoever is right, whatsoever is pure, whatsoever is lovely, whatsoever is admirable, if anything is excellent or worthy, think of these things. So when you're down, you've got to change your thinking. thinking. You've got to change your mindset. You've got to prophesy to yourself. The Bible says God has given us power to tread upon serpents. So if God has given me power to tread upon serpents, that lets me know that I can speak out of my mouth. I can declare and decree things as though they were. Deuteronomy 31 and 8 says, The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid 
and do not be discouraged. So I encourage you on tonight. The Lord has spoken to you on tonight. He said, I know what you're going through. I see every circumstances in your life, but be not afraid. Be not discouraged. I have you in the palm of my hand. God said, continue to trust me. And as you trust me, God says in 2017, he's doing a great thing in your life. He's doing a new thing in your life in 2017. And I flip over to Psalms 34 and 17, and it says, The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from their troubles. So God is saying on tonight, he said, I'm delivering you through your troubles. You think you may be in trouble, God said, you may be in trouble. But God says on tonight, he says, I'm delivering you out of every turmoil. I'm delivering you out of every struggle. I'm delivering you out of every trial. God says, I've got your back on tonight. Psalms 40 and 1 says, I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard me. He lifted me up out of the slippery pits, out of the mud and marl. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many who see and now free of the Lord will trust in the Lord. So I'm saying it's not what it looks like on tonight. It's not what it seems like. And I know everybody's in a different place in God, but God has given us tools on tonight to withstand every attack of the enemy. And when we understand that there's power in the word of God, we can fight this tool, change our thinking, thinking. Psalm 33 says, but you, Lord, are a shield around me, my glory, the one who lifts my head. God is a lifter. God is a lifter of your head on tonight. He will lift your weary head. He will give you promises. He will take you where you need to go. Write that vision and make it plain. The word of God says we have not because we ask not. And sometimes all we got to do is ask God to bring us out of that depression. Sometimes we just got to ask God to help us pay our bills. Sometimes we just got to help us. Sometimes we just got to ask God to heal our broken heart, and God will do just that. Psalm 32 and 10 says, many are the woes of the wicked, but the Lord is, has an unfailing love. He surrounds the ones that he loves to the Lord. So we got to trust in the Lord. God said, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. So when I'm down and when I'm out and when I'm feeling bleak and when I feel hopeless, when I'm experiencing stress, when I'm experiencing anxiety, when I'm having a um, compulsive disorder, when I feel like I'm ADD or ADHD and I'm bipolar, schizophrenic, and have compulsive disorder, whatever the doctors have said, it's not so. I can prophesy to myself. Psalm 42 and 11 says, why, my soul, are you downcast? Why are you disturbed by the enemy? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. Praise shall be your response. And I keep saying call after call, and from the pit to the palace, that's greater. There may be darkness today in the tunnel, but you will see light real soon. At the end of the tunnel, there is light. At the end of the tunnel, there is hope. At the end of the tunnel, there is God's grace. 
At the end of the tunnel, there is peace. At the end of the tunnel, there's joy. At the end of the tunnel, there's long-suffering. At the end of the tunnel, there's patience. At the end of the tunnel, there's breakthrough. So you may be, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Psalm 23, I will feel no evil. You may be in a spirit. You may feel like you're walking through a shallow or death experience, but God has your back. God said tonight to remind you that he has you in the palm of his hand. First Peter 5 and 6 says, Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety or cares upon him because he cares for you. There's nothing too hard for God. But we got to take that anxiety, we got to take that stress, and we got to leave it at the altar. God, it's me, God. I'm standing in need of prayer, God. God, to come and see about me, God. God, I can't do this on my own, God. God, I need you, God. So sometimes we just got to cry before God. We got to say, God, it's me, God. I'm standing in the need of prayer. John 16 and 33 says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take my heart. I have overcome the world. So God is saying when he died on that cross, he said he died for us so that we would be able to overcome depression, any type of trial, any type of tribulation. We are victorious people, God. We can overcome depression. And and, and Romans 8 and 38 says, For I am convinced that nor death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, nor the present, nor the future, nor any power, nor height, nor death, nor anything, and all creation will be able to separate me from the love of God in Christ Jesus. That lets me know that there's nothing, not even depression. That lets me know that death, that lets me know that nothing, that no satanic attack of the enemy, it should and will not and cannot separate us from the love of God. We just got to give God the glory and praise. There's life and death in the power of the tongue. And sometimes we got to prophesy and preach to ourselves so that we can be whole, so that we can be free, so that we can come out of depression. Second Corinthians 1 and 3 says, Praise be to God and Father of our Lord Jesus, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in trouble, so that we can comfort those in trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. So that lets me know that whatever I've been through, God has allowed me to go through it so that when I get free, I can be a blessing and a comfort to someone else. So take that depression on tonight and begin to get whole and begin to get free. So as you begin to get whole and you become free, you can be a blessing to somebody else. You can prophesy. You can speak into the life of someone else so that they can be free. First Peter 4 and 12 says, Dear friends, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that has come to you to test you as though something strange were happening to you, but rejoice inasmuch as you can participate in the sufferings of Christ so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. So that lets me know that even though I'm in a desolate place, even though I'm experiencing depression, I'm going to walk out of this desolate place if I just keep trusting God, if I keep believing God, if I keep saying, God, I know that I'm going through this, God, but I trust and believe, God, that you're going to bring me out. And my mind flashes back to 2,000 years ago, 
to this particular man. He had to persevere, and that was the Apostle Paul. He was a devoted man. He was a man that was whole. He was unselfish to God's people. But certainly he experienced beatings, persecutions, insults, injuries, multiple imprisonment. Now, I know Paul kind of probably felt depressed. But one thing about him, he continued to praise God. Paul's peers criticized him, but he continued to trust and believe in God. Paul never gave up. He continued to press forward. They put Paul in prison more than once. He never gave up. Instead, Paul says, I'm not ashamed because I know who I have believed, and I'm convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him for that day, which is found in 2 Timothy 1 and 12. Paul knew God would not fail him. He believed that the Christian, he believed that as a Christian, if he stays faithful, that God will bring him out. And he was a man of perseverance. So I say on tonight, persevere. Just like Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego, they put them in the fire furnace because they refused to bow down. They refused to stop praying. But while they were in the fire furnace, they kept cheering up that heat. That was their trial. But when they looked up, they saw God in the fire furnace. So even in the midst of your furnace, in the midst of your pit, in the midst of your dark place, continue to praise God. And to believe that God is going to bring you out. I encourage you tonight, I'm a witness, that God will bring you out. God's ways are not like man's ways. The eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him. And God will give us hope. Psalms 33 and 18 lets me know that if I keep looking, that God is going to bring me out. So, Bishop, on tonight, give us some more key tips on depression. God bless you, man of God. God okay. bless you, woman of God. Uh, my my uh, mic was messing up here. Uh, we, um, you mentioned something that was very, very true that the Lord had brought to my mind. That was the Apostle Paul. I see him when he when he was doing good, trying to win people to Christ, and how he cast the devil out of a girl with the spirit of divination, and how he was doing good, and how he was falsely accused and was beaten. And him and Silas and was thrown in jail. And praise God, that's, a, that's how the enemy will do you. Some people are saying right now, why me? Why I got to go through this? Why this coming upon my life? Praise God. But the one thing about it, the Lord is your banner. The, 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 the Hebrews had a name for God that said he is my banner. The Lord is Jehovah that's safe. The Lord is my banner. When they took Paul and, and, and beat them, and Silas and put them in prison. They cast them into the innermost of the prison and had them bound with stocks. And my Bible tells me they began to pray and praise God. When you're going through and the devil is coming at you, that's the time you need to just give God the glory. Lift him up. Let the angels know. Let the 420 elders know. Let all those, the great witnesses that have gone on before us, let them know. Praise God. And even though I'm going through, I know my God's word is true. I know he watches over it to perform it. I know he knows the hands on my head is numbered. I know like Job said, Job looked for me, couldn't find him. He looked to the north, to the east, to the west, and he said he lived in the north and he couldn't find him at home. But Job came to the conclusion, he knows where I am. And I want you to know tonight that God knows right where you are. 
right? Where the enemy is, what his enemy is trying to do to your life, what he's trying to do to you. But I tell you, when Paul and Silas got in that prison, they tell me one began to sing and one began to pray. I don't know what they were singing. I don't know what they were praying, but I imagine it in my mind that if I, I could hear Paul right now saying, oh, God, I know you're more for us than the whole world is against us. I can hear Paul in my mind saying that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. I can hear Paul in my mind saying, we are your glory. Oh, God, come and see about us. I, we know you are present help in the time of trouble. I can hear Paul saying that, oh, God, you look beyond my faults and you see my knees now. Forgive me of any transgressions, Lord. Cleanse me up, oh, God. I don't want to be double-minded. I want to be single-minded. I, I don't want to think pity on myself. I, I don't want to give myself a pity party. I don't know what they were saying, what the word of God tells me, that one was praying and one was singing, and all of a sudden there came a mighty earthquake and shook the prison, and the doors opened up and the chains fall off. You see, when you praise God, he inhabits the praises of his people. And when you praise him right in the middle of it, it breaks that thing. The devil, man, it destroys it. Oh, God, even suffer, I'm going to yet praise you. Even though I'm going through this, I'm going to yet praise you because I know you're going to bring me out. I know you got that you're going to bring purpose out of this. I know you might didn't sin that the devil might have brought it, but you're going to use it for my benefit because all things is working together for my good. They tell me that the glory of God fell in that place with the earthquake and the prison doors opened and, every, and, and the, the man that was over the prison wanted to kill himself. Paul hollered out, do thyself no harm, for we are all here. The word of God tells me that he got saved and his whole family got saved. See, when, when you are going through, you're going to get a testimony from the test. And when you go through that test, you can testify. And you can bring God's glory and somebody else can hear your testimony, Dr. Alicia, and know how God brought you through the surgeries. Know how God brought you through when the enemy attacked you monetarily, when the enemy attacked your life. Praise God, but God knows. But you know now you got that testimony that the God that I serve is a present help in the time of trouble. He's a bridge over troubled waters. He's a shelter in the time of a storm. The God that I serve will never leave me nor forsake me. Great is he that's in me, that he that's in the world, and all I got to do is trust him and walk by faith and not by sight. The devil is a lie, the father of lies. I want to encourage your heart tonight, Lord, that God is with you. He'll tell you that nobody loves you, nobody cares about you. He'll come on you, but I want you to know something. God loves you, and God cares about you, and he's not going to let you stay in this. You just hold on to his unchanging hand. Glory to God. Amen. I'm not going to be preaching tonight. I just want to talk to you on tonight. And I just heard God saying in the spiritual realm, God says you have a special place in my heart. I see what you're going through. Many people have preached to you. They have prayed for you. They have prophesied to you. And with your eyes, your situation has not changed. But God says to stop by on tonight to let you know that there will be a turnaround. There's going to be a shifting in the atmosphere. So to those under the sound of my voice, God said in the next seven days that there's going to be a major shifting in your emotions. There's going to be a major shifting in the way that you're feeling. God said to tie a knot in the spiritual and hold on. God said to let you know that giving up is never an option. So hold on tonight to God's unchanging hand. 
You know, human power doesn't have an interest in how people feel. You know, you can have a dynamic personality. You can have people skills. But God is not impressed by that. He's not impressed by our smiles or designer clothing or the makeup that we wear or the car that we drive or the house that we live in. God looks past that. The eyes of the Lord are upon us, which is found in Psalm 33 and 18. God sees our pain. He sees our hurt. So we can look past all of that glitz and glamour. He knows when you're down. He knows when you're depressed. But the Bible says, come to me, all you, all you that are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. God is going to give you rest. There's some of you on this call that have not slept for days at a time. But God said, let you know that on tonight you're going to have a peaceful sleep, that tonight you're going to have a peaceful rest. God said on tonight that deliverance will take place. God said on tonight he's making the crooked places straight. God said on tonight that you will never be the same. God said on tonight he's speaking peace to your spirit, man. On tonight, God is turning things around for your good. God said to let you know that even though you may feel like you're delayed, God said it may be delayed but not denied. God said on tonight you are the head and not the tail. So somebody's saying, what does that mean? That means that you may think everybody's passing you. You may think that everybody's going before you. You may look with your natural eye, and it seems everybody is being blessed. But God said to let you know that my hand is upon your life. God said this is your season to be blessed. God said continue to stand on my word. Continue to trust me. Don't give up. Don't quit. But God is saying on tonight to drive forward. If you're giving the best to yourself and to God, God is most certainly going to bless you. God will bless you when you're knocked down to stand back up. God will bless you when you feel like you can't get out of bed. God said, I got you. I got you. I see that you feel like you can't get out of bed. God says, I see you've been in bed for days. But God says, you're coming out of this. No more will you pull your curtains to. No more will you cover your head up. But God says, after tonight, there will be a turnaround. And God said, on tonight, speak and declare it. Speak and declare your healing. Speak and declare that you're holy. Speak and declare that you're free on tonight. Now, what does this type of attitude look like? What does depression look like? If you're feeling like you want to be alone, if you feel like you want to leave this earth, please get help. So I had to learn how to use my weapon. Here's where the weapon of perseverance delivered blows for me towards the enemy. If you're depressed, I will say, I'm never giving up or never giving in. Devil, no matter what you try, I can't throw in a towel. You may continue to be plagued. You may continue to plague me, devil. But I'll fight with everything within me. And the Holy Spirit within me says, I have to continue to fight. I can't give up. My emotions don't belong to me. And I refuse, devil, to let them belong to you. You will no longer hold me hostage without a fight. You will not knock me down no longer. 
But I decided that I will get up and I'm going to fight back with the word and with prayer. So that's how you fight the devil. That's how you persevere. When you persevere, it breaks your user cycle. You're no longer given room for the depression. When you speak, declare, and decree it. The process, the process of depression may not happen overnight. You may not be a free overnight, but you've got to fight this thing in the back of your mind. You've got to tell yourself, I don't feel like I can make it, but I won't give up. It begins in your emotions, but you cannot allow your emotions to take control of you. As you decide to fight depression, every time it appears, you have to build up your confidence and begin to prophesy to yourself. In many cases, it stops the attacks of the enemy when you begin to speak and prophesy to yourself. So I'm encouraging you on tonight, please use the weapon of perseverance on a regular basis. It'll build up your prayer life. It'll tear down the negative thoughts. It'll make you walk in victory when you begin to declare and decree that you're old. Let me give you a word of encouragement. Even a little effort on your part is helpful. Even if you can't successfully fight off depression this time, but begin to declare and decree because it's a process. Make the decision to do what you need to do to become stronger. Perseverance will play off. When you're persevering, it will play off. And so with that being said on tonight, I just want to say that remember, giving up is never an option. I've been right where you are. Even if the pressure knocks you down, make the decision today to keep getting up. Let Paul, Paul's decree says, therefore put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand against your ground. And after you have done everything, stand. Ephesians 6 and 13, keep on standing. When the enemy comes, put on a standard. First Peter 4 and 12 says, Dear friends, do not be surprised by the fiery darts of the enemy. That lets me know I can't give up. It lets me know I can't quit. But continue, people of God. To hold on on tonight. Continue to trust God on tonight. When we notice the pressures of rival, what should be our reaction? Find people of God that can pray us through. Find people of God that can give us counseling. Talk to someone, but don't give up. Some of us allow depression to catch us by surprise. But the word of God is always true. It always stands. We never expect depression to return again once we delivered. But once you're delivered from depression, you've got to keep standing your word. You've got to keep praying once you're delivered. Because even though you're delivered, there's always room for that same depression to come back. But God has given us power to tread upon serpents. We base Christian, as Christians, we base our life on truth, not our feelings. First Philippians 4 and 1 commands us to rejoice whether we feel like it or not. James 1 and 2 asks us to consider it all joy when we fall into various trials. You know, notice that James didn't tell us to feel joyful. He tells us to reckon, to choose to think about a situation as a spot where we can have joy. He lets us know that even when we don't feel like we have joy, to find joy from deep down within. So sometimes you just got to reach deep down and begin to think about the happy moments in your life. 
the happy times in your life. God, what makes me happy? And from there, think about the joy that you've had in life. Don't give up, even when there's conflict in your life. Keep pushing. Keep believing. Choose to choose to trust God rather than your feelings or emotions. And if that is what we mean by asking for faith, that's what we're doing. And we're asking faith from God on tonight. Bishop, talk to us a little bit about some other resolutions for depression. Well, I just want to recap over some things uh, because the main thing is you got to avoid being alone. You need to force yourself to be with people. You need to seek help from others. You need you can play music or lift your spirit up. Uh, you can get in the Word and read. Give praise and thanks to God. Lean heavily on the Lord, on, the, on his power. Praise God. I love that scripture when you talked about that think on these things, whatsoever pure, what things are just, whatsoever things are good report. If there be any virtue, that word virtue means power. Think on these things. In other words, we set our affections on things above. But right before that, it says that we should let everything be made known unto God with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, knowing that God will never leave you nor forsake you. All the devils can't, can't pluck you out of God's hand. And God got you. And all you need to do is trust the Lord. And when you trust the Lord... Uh, you can just run for his shelter. It's no more I that live, but Christ that liveth in me. I cast this on you, Lord. Take it away from my life and use it and use me for your glory. Give me a testimony from this test, O oh God. And then and as we do that, praise God, things will begin to change in our life. Um, now, like, and like, like uh, Dr. Felicia, Alicia said, if you need medical help, sometimes you chemicals or natural things. We use, uh, chaplain practitioners use amino acids. They're the same thing that they use in the, in the uh, uh, pharmaceutical chemicals. The real active ingredients is basically amino acid, l and other forms of amino acid to control your depression. Your eating, eating the right foods can help control depression. But the, thing, but the main thing that can control depression in you is the word of the living God. Because God sends his word out and it won't return to him void. He has made a declaration to who you are and you belong to Christ. You are his glory in Christ Jesus. And all you got to do is trust him. And Dr. Alicia, I tell you, if we, if, if, if we band together and help build each other up without judging each other, don't worry about people's judgment. Because don't let, look, nobody, no man or no woman, don't let them, don't let them have, you, don't let the enemy use nobody to defeat you. Many times we're depressed because we're not getting what we want to get from somebody else, from our church family, from our husbands or our wife or from our children or from our job or from our professional status in life or uh, from what, whatever the reasons are that we're depressed, but it's all, many times it's about other people. But when we put other people in their right place and we get in our right place, God can use us even the more. Thank you, Dr. Alicia. Amen. And in closing, let's just try this experiment. Perhaps when you feel that horrible negative emotion of depression coming your way, and usually you may say, oh, no, here it comes again. I'm in for a horrible time. Next time, however, you might want to say, Heavenly Father, here's an opportunity for me to show great faith and grow in you. May I be faithful to you during this time. 
God stopped the depression. It might not stop the depression right then, but it can surely transform what it does to your life because you're declaring and you're decreeing. And it can help you maintain true worship with God in the midst of any emotional storm. A couple other scriptures I want to share on tonight. Psalms 37 and 23 says, The Lord makes from the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall. For the Lord upholds him with his hands. The Lord is upholding you on tonight. The greater the test, the greater the trial, the greater the anointing, the greater the victory at the end of the day. I prophesy to myself daily, I will not be depressed. I prophesy to myself daily that I will be made whole. And you have to do the very same thing, declare and decree. And in closing, we're going to close out in prayer on tonight. I'm going to ask if Bishop Howell could pray, and then I'm going to pray. And we're going to loose the bond, the spirits of depression that are around you, and loose the spirits of anxiety and stress. So, man of God, could you please lead us in prayer? Sure. Every heart pray. Father, we come before you right now. Lord, we come before you interceding for those who are going through depression, Lord. We come before you, O oh God, joined together. You said, wherever two or three is touching any one thing, it shall be done unto them. And, Lord, we come before you tonight, Lord, interceding for those that are that the enemy is trying to oppress, that he's, the, he, that he's bringing lies to their mind. And, Father, we ask you to free them right now, God. Lord, we ask them to let them, let them know, oh God, that you are more for them than the world is against them. Let them know that you watch over your word to perform it. Father God, we're praying for your power to move right now in the name of Jesus, but all those that have been deceived by the enemy to think they are less than others, that they are worthless, that they are somehow picked out to be picked on, that they are, that they are cast down and things ain't going to never change. Father God, we're praying right now that you loose your angels to go to them, oh God. Oh, Father God, I pray right now, Lord, that you would speak to their hearts and to their minds and let them know that their territory has been enlarged, that you have a great work and a great accomplishment to do through their life. Oh, Father, that one that's thinking about suicide right now, let them know that it's the devil trying to get their soul in hell. Father God, we're praying, oh God, that you let your light shine right now, oh God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, to those who are bound up with addictions of alcohol and crack cocaine and other forms of cocaine and heroin and bound up in pornography and sex, oh God. And Lord, those, those doors that have been opened that have allowed depression to come in their life, oh God. Those that are not sowing seed unto you, oh God. Lord, we're praying that you bless them with seed to sow tonight, oh God. Father, we're praying, oh God, that you bless them. Those that are going through a sickness or a disease that, oh Father God, they feel like they want to give up, oh God, because they, they, that things have a change for them as quick as they think it ought to change. Let them know, God, that you're working all things out for your glory. Let them know, God, that you're not going to leave them nor forsake them. Let them know, God, that you know right where they are, God. And, Father, we stand in the gap and intercede in the earth realm, and we loose the warned angels right now to go and build their spirit up, O oh God. Oh, Father God, as you built Elijah's spirit up, as he was running from Jezebel, as he was feeling depressed and feeling down, oh God, Lord, we're praying that you speak to them and let them see your vision, Lord, the vision that you have for their life, oh God. Let them see what you see, oh God. Help them right now, God, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we're going to be so careful to give you all the thanks, all the praise, all the honor, 
and all the glory. And I speak now, and I command that devil to take his hands off the minds of those that listen to this and their families connected or people that they know. I bind that spirit of depression in the name of Jesus, the Christ, Josiah, the son of the living God. And I'm commanding the devil to release them. And I'm losing joy in their life. I'm losing the joy of the Lord. I'm losing the joy of abundant fellowship, abundant relationship with God in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Father, on tonight, God, I command and decree, God, that the spirit of depression will be cast back to the pit of hell, God. God, declare and decree on tonight, God, that your people are whole, God. I declare and decree on tonight, God, that they will never be the same after listening to this, God. I declare and decree victory to your people on tonight, oh God. I declare and decree that the enemy's works will not prosper, God. I declare and decree on tonight, God, that we walk by faith and not by sight. With that being said, God, I speak victory, God. To your people that are experiencing depression on tonight, oh God. God, I pray that you will overshadow them, God. What's your power, God, on tonight, God? That you will overshadow them, God, with your anointing, oh God. God, let them recognize that they have purpose on tonight, God. In the name of Jesus, uh, God. I speak life to the people, God, on tonight, God. We are the source, God. We are the lifeline to God, God. So, God, as we pray, God, on tonight, God, I lose every foul spirit, God. In the spiritual realm, God. I pour out every stroke, oh, God, of the enemy on tonight, God. God, I thank you, God, for walking, God, in the midst of these people, God, wherever they may be, God. Lord, your angel, God, on tonight, God. Those that are thinking about committing suicide, God. Lord, your angel, God. Right now, God, in the name of Jesus, God. God, I pray that your anointing, God, will go wherever they are, God. Angel God, let them realize, God, that giving up, God, is not an option, oh God. God, I feel the hurting and the pain, God. God, I pray that you will feel, oh God, everywhere that they're hurting, oh God. Even when they feel like nobody understands, God. God, you know, God, tonight, God. Wait, mercy, oh God. Let them realize, God, that you're picking them up, God, and that you can't afford all, oh God. They can't commit suicide. In the name of Jesus, I'm God, that strong man on tonight, oh God. God, change his mindset, oh God. Let him realize, God, that they're victorious, oh God, in you, God. And God, I thank you all tonight, God. God, I thank you for victory, oh God. God, I thank you for peace, God. I thank you for joy, God, on tonight, God. I thank you for love, God. God, I burn up the head of the enemy on tonight, God. And I speak love, God. I speak victory on tonight, God. And God, we thank you all tonight, regardless of what the enemy may say, God. God, I pray, God, on tonight, God, that your people realize it's a time, God. God, help us to stay, God. God, help us to be home, God, in this season, oh, God. In the name of Jesus, God, it's not my life, but it's by your spirit, said the Lord. God, we thank you on tonight. God, have the way, God. Uh, tonight, God. God, 
Yes. <laughs> 